No intro! Welcome back to Homo Superior Special <laughs> Extra Issue. We're talking about Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. Adam. Brent. Now, this is the thing. Oh. Okay, so we already started off wrong. Because what I wanted to do is Homo Superior is like an agency. Uh-huh. And then okay. each of you has a backstory as an agent, but you have a code name that you use. Oh, we, like, all, we should have said our code name. Yeah, well, I well, I wanted to start out by actually saying like him just saying Homer Superior, and then I start by he says like, oh, I'm such and such. Here's my story. Ah, uh, uh, you see what I'm saying? That that would have been cool. Well, let's yeah, that right would have been cool. Let's just do why don't you just, why don't you start right. us why'd off? Why don't you start us so, off then? My code name is Gertrude Stein, and she's an outsider who tried to reform the system from within, and it cost her her partner's life. After briefly going rogue and fighting stray ISIS agents. In Morocco, Pennsylvania, she was called it back in by Homo Superior to lead an elite ragtag team that she has to whip in shape because evil is coming. Oh, mm. is that us? You should write for generic board games. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Oh, I yeah, no, I'm gonna go last. Okay, you can go last. Let him go last. Why don't you go next? Though? Okay. Yeah, we'll go. Um, has to think of his. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and for the rest of this podcast, you have to refer to me as Gertrude Stein. Okay, I like this. Okay, Gertrude. All right, you're up. Wait, I lost mine. Okay, here it is. Um, I'm Sally Ride. I'm an adventurous challenger of the s- status quo. See how I said challenger? And my goal <laughs> is to go out with a bang. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, nice. You monster. She is an American hero. I know, and so am I. So, Sally. Clark? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Wait, she what... was a lesbian? Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, total what? lesbian. Yeah, total lesbian. I mean, yeah. look, yeah. We're not going to let a straight woman into space. <laughs> no. All right. Um, he's codenamed Anthony Perkins. His lies figure allows him to slither through any crevice, be it sewer grates or tight assholes. Also, he's good at killing ladies. Oh, my God. Who is that? The guy from Psycho. Psycho, Anthony oh, Perkins, oh, yeah. Okay. Hello, mother. Hello, mother. Yeah. No, that's just Clark. Uh, well, I mean fair. Anthony. That's just Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. Fair. So we have Sally, Gertrude, Sally, Gertrude Anthony. Anthony. I forgot Anthony Perkins was gay. How could Did you? you know that his wife died in September 11th? No. No, was she in the, one of the Twin Towers? Um, I guess so. I don't she know. had a heart attack. <laughs> 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 On September 11th, uh, 2015, right? Yeah. Yeah. I learned that on Wikipedia today. She died. Is that what you were thinking about the entire yes. time? Yes. Like, how do I not mention 9-11? And then you did. <laughs> you did it. Nah. I'm Agent David Bowie, also known as the Thin White Duke. Oh. But I'm a double agent, oh. a rebel rebel, and Bowie. a space oddity, and maybe a spider from Mars. Gertrude's but, always suspicious of Bowie. But all I wanted was <laughs> some fame. Oh. Let's dance. That's pretty oh. What? David Bowie's dead. He's dead. Now he's an icon. He died. Um, he was an icon before he died. Well, now he's really an icon. I failed this assignment, but maybe I just have... Uh, for foresight, uh, my name's Lily Tomlin. Oh my God, <laughs> Lily Tomlin's dead! Oh I told you they had to be dead. That was the <laughs> that was like of what we did know that. that. Maybe he meant her career. I don't I know. Know. Oh. She is still a she's gem a on Broadway. She's on a show. Yeah. She's on she's a show. Yeah, that was she's my bit. Okay, well. calm down. Everybody, settle All down. Right. Homosexual. There are some things you joke about and some things you don't. Nine Eleven, you can. Lily Tomlin. Do not go there, Caleb. Don't go there. I liked her in Big Business. Uh, I'm an agent strong in comedic persuasion. 
I believe in working nine to five, and I only work with my partner, Grace. She's a real prairie home companion. (laughs) (laughs) I take missions from the West Wing. I tell you, it's big business. I'm so stealthy that I know he has the incredible shrinking woman. My favorite missions... My favorite mission was when I had tea with Mussolini. I might have been flirting with disaster, and I had to take some shortcuts, but there were lots of damages. But moment by moment, we finally made it to Nashville. Murphy Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, she was in damages? Yeah. 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 I think she had like a guest star Uh, on it. Well, I will say it's very impressive that you know the esoteric parts of the Lily Tomlin's career. She was on the last season of Murphy Brown. I learned about that last week. Was she week the, uh, oh, she was the boss. The new boss. Yeah, after yeah, yeah, after left. Miles yeah. left, yeah. Look, I did a Google search, all right? Let's not get too deep uh, into yeah. the details. <laughs> I did too, but you did it better. Yeah. Uh, she just has a lot of great titles that all work into a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Bowie, some of his songs work. Some of them don't. Like China Girl. Uh, maybe. Uh, I like that we well, our podcast is racist enough. We don't need to be Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, also, Thanks, Ryan Crawl. So I have a second thing. Uh, they're all white. Two things. No! Oh, yeah. Another bit. It would not be a Kingsman related uh, oh. Oh. Kingsman product placement, oh. Statesman, uh, Whiskey. Wait, that was a real thing? Yeah, so. So great. So Old Forester decided right that they wanted to do doing. the product placement thing of being like labeling yeah. one of their bottles Statesman. Yeah. So you know how there was like every scene they had the statesman they held it up like next to their faces and they're like wow this is really good oh you could drink that alone or with ice that's why well, you can find it at most liquor stores that's so convenient <laughs> so now we're gonna do shots of it yeah, yeah. Right, so i'm gonna do a shot and then i'm gonna start doing a recap and then you yeah guys... let's do it as we're yeah. talking all right, what? Okay. All right he oh, is it good down. wait yes it is oh oh excited it is good oh he just vomited all over the table yeah mm. unrelated all right so it's been, <laughs> it's been a year since the kingsman last save the day and on a trip to visit the parents of the girl who gave up anal the last movie, Eggsy is attacked by his former rival slash British horse, Charlie, whose robotic arm hacks into the Kingsman's car and gives the villain Poppy Adams the location of all the Kingsman uh, safe houses, which she destroys with long-range missiles. Uh, and that's not seen as some sort of major international attack. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, it's too late for that. Um, <laughs> that's already in the trailer. I know. So then, um, is it? yeah, because she immediately like keep it, doing the recap. I, I, I just wanted to say that I didn't care. Power through it. Just so, like you I know, like fucked up. It's that it's that delicious, delicious statesman, delicious, delicious statesman, which you can find uh, at, in any liquor store. What are you doing? Oh, you didn't. You didn't no, I'm taking yeah. my glasses off. So with only Merlin and Eggsy left, yes. They use the Doomsday Protocol to team up with the statesmen, the American cousins of the Kingsmen. Poppy Adams, who's in control of all the world's major supplies of cocaine, heroin, marijuana, and amphetamines, to name a few, plans to poison all of her customers if the U.S. doesn't end the war on drugs. Meanwhile, Eggsy and the Statesman track down the antidote, an antidote manufacturing facility by putting a tracking device in Charlie's ex-girlfriend's uh, vagina. Then <laughs> they get a sample, but end up breaking it, and then the entire facility is destroyed, also, uh, Whiskey, or the, the Red Viper, might be evil, so Colin Firth shoots him in the face. Also, Colin Firth is back. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Merlin, Colin Firth, and Eggsy storm Poppy's what? compound. Merlin, oh. Yeah. Um, Merlin Bob sacrifices Bob himself by, yeah, yeah. you know, stepping Dick, on a Not Stanley Tucci. I know. It's it's Stanley, I called him Stanley Tucci. Yeah, it totally is Stanley Tucci. It's, it's like testosterone Stanley Tucci. Uh-huh. So, Colin and Eggsy oh. uh, then poison Poppy with their own drugs. 
and she tells them the code to release the drones with the antidote in them. Mm-hmm. Also, Whiskey is back and wants all drug users to die because he has no notion of moral gray areas. So Colin and Eggsy put him in a meat grinder. And that's the movie. That was... So, good recap. That was uh, a lot. That was a lot. And I, I like to recap more than the movie, actually. What? All right, this is crazy. No, the movie was fine. It's just, like, uh, uh, Whiskey's heel turn made no sense to me. Um, it was just stupid. It's, he, he had, that character had no characterization. It was really, really bad. It yeah. did hinge on nothing. I mean, I think <laughs> it's really weird to say everyone who's ever done drugs needs to die because my wife was killed by two drugs. My wife and two kids were killed by drug dealers. I love, like, a flashback where he was, like, a dare to keep kids off drugs like counselor or something or like he was really that into was nancy reagan's yeah. stuff they know campaign i mean that was even the thing with the president like everything was just it was too heavy handed and overall i really the president stuff was like so wacky yeah. I, I was i was fine with it it was so like like crazy i thought they wasted the idea of this back and forth like the whole like is is galahad or is colin firth like actually crazy is whiskey really bad like I, there was no mystery to it it seemed very yeah. obvious yeah. That it was, all obvious. It was obviously yeah. built up and they weren't going to make colin firth like not be capable no that would actually be i actually thought it would it would have been a really interesting turn if they made colin firth bad like he comes back and he ends up being like Damaged. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I think that would have been a great, better storyline where it would have been like he would have actually had to grow up, grow up, and like move on and really take like move forward. It would have been a much better plotline. Like the entirety. I know we're like jumping into little chunks of it. The entirety of the movie wasn't bad. I think it was a solid movie. It had no really reason to be made. Essentially, like it was just a lot of fluff. Yeah, and it wasn't based on a graphic novel, as Mm -hmm. far as I know, because I think the first one was based on the Secret Service loosely. They didn't even like. The first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 It's loosely based on that. Correct. But at least it had a basis. The sequel did not. <laughs> Is it not like... Was was there actually a Kick-Ass 2 book? Or was it it's Kick-Ass... Kick-Ass... Secret Service. No, what I'm saying is I'm asking about like... Oh, Kick-Ass 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kick-Ass 2, like... there, was, there was Kick-Ass 1, 2, and 3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. But the problem is Matthew Vaughn didn't direct Kick-Ass 2. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But did I it? think, I mean, without uh, Obern Martell, you know... If, if he had not come back, like, if he know. had just recovered... That's who that was? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, yeah. really cool. Uh, I didn't actually, even not, like, I didn't think about it, but I completely see it Yeah, now, now I yeah. cannot see it. Uh, yeah. You yeah. didn't know that? No. Did yeah. you? You didn't notice her? I, I, now I notice oh, okay. it. I kept, like, trying to place him, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. I was wondering who it was, because I was like, this seems like a pretty important character to have, like, a nobody. And not that, like, Oberyn Martell's, like, a standout actor, but I'm like, it's somebody that's had, like, a strong role in someplace else. Yeah, I mean the all the all the statesmen are like big time actors. That was actually shocking. But yeah. then the but then they like gave Channing oh, Tatum like fewer lines than Elton John. Yeah, uh, because he had like scheduling conflicts. So they're like, well, he also does cocaine, so let's poison him yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, and then put him on ice. Yeah. Well, I wonder if Channing Tatum was supposed to be the original whiskey. Do you think? Like, do you, or are they always like cast? I don't know. They, I mean, I do know they had to do rewrites because his of his schedule. His schedule. And he was actually kind of charming. I like Channing Tatum, though. Eh, I thought he was okay. I don't, I mean, that's a, I don't find him captivating him. at all. I don't, I don't think he'll make a good gambit. I don't get a but, single I don't, thing about him. He's it. not charming. Oh, I think he can be charming. I think he can. I think he's got, like, a very... He, he Did knows you how to watch She's the Man starring Amanda Bynes? Oh my god, that was his best or, role. Or, or, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, what's the one with uh, uh, This is the End? 
mm-hmm. uh, where he basically plays uh, the bitch boy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was great in that. He's, well, he's funny. He's also funny in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he's a. He funny, is really good in Twenty One. And Twenty Two Jump Street. When he's yeah. making very funny. fun of himself, when he's not trying to be charming, yeah, I think that's not cute. But he was. I think this was like a tongue in cheek role. He was barely in it. So what did you think yeah. of Poppy Adams? I love oh. Poppy. I, I loved it. I thought she I was Julia Moore was fantastic in the role, and I thought the character was. She was my favorite. I liked her better than uh, um, uh, what's his face. Valentino, yeah, Valentino. Valentine. Valentine, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, did I did too. I, Valentine was a weird villain. Why? I didn't like his lisp. I don't know. I thought that or was a speech kind of impediment. Funny. I, I don't know. It was weird. weird. I don't know. I mean, it, to me, it seems like in part it was just to set up that one joke in the first movie of like you people talk so funny. Where it's like we get it, you talk funny too. Yeah, you don't need to put a hat on a hat. Yeah, I know. Uh, and he wore a hat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I, to me, the problem with her was that there wasn't much movement for her character. Yes, she stayed in one place and basically just demanded end the war on drugs, and that was it. And she just she it's all of her was, role is just she waiting. was the hero. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's I do like that about both movies that both of the villains are these kind of people who take what is otherwise a noble kind of idea, like. Climate change is real, and we got to do something about it. The war on drugs is affecting way too many people who yeah. we think of as good people, and then they they drive it to an extreme where they've got to put so, you know, people in stadiums of cages. So that, it's like it's like Rachel Ghoul as a Batman villain, who is basically a James Bond villain for Batman, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah. It's exactly like Ray uh, I don't say. I think Julianne Moore <laughs> nailed that character because I think it would have been like she. It was so interesting to watch such a campy character be played with almost zero. Cam- like she was obviously having fun doing it. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't like play it up. She wasn't extreme in any sense of the word. I felt. You like know who would have been really good in that role is what's her face from Wicked. Uh, not in G- not uh, Idina Menzel, but uh, um, oh, the, what's her name? The little one. Chum, Chum, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's pushing Daisy in terms of the the ability that she was gonna have. You know, pushing Daisy's was like super fifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think she would. I think she would have been really funny in that role. Um, what are? Oh, obviously a little too chirpy. I think she'd be Jeff too Daniels chirpy for the role that they wanted. Yeah, Jeff Daniels Maybe. probably true. Or Jeff Bridges. Let's yeah. Jeff Daniels I knew what you yeah. well, Can we Very talk about how Halle Berry should not be in films anymore? She, Ever. She, she, there's no reason for it to exist. I, half of her personality was what, that she's she... She's the best Catwoman. I mean, come on, guys. What did I? I know for a fact that I li- I used to like her in things, but yeah, I monsters, monsters, yeah. swordfish. Sword, I swordfish. enjoyed her in swordfish. Swordfish was garbage. I what know. is wrong with you? I didn't say I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed her being topless. She was. <laughs> Wasn't she topless in it? I Wait a minute, was. what are you, hetero superior? Hey. What's happening right now? Hey. He's allowed to be attracted oh, this, to this that. This Forrester whiskey's really been yeah. out there. <laughs> hey. Forrester? Um, Old Forrester. Old Forrester. Statesman whiskey. It's, it's pretty the good. finest whiskey this side of whiskey. I was <laughs> excited for uh, like the Statesman being like the American counterparts to Kingsman. I think it was such a goofy concept that fit really well I like it yeah. yeah I liked it I, I, liked really well. I hate the cocktail names I hate that yeah it was, it was too they're not much. even good names no yeah. they're not good names whiskey and, and then they make like and Jeff Bridges' champagne haha <laughs> <laughs> wink wink champagne's a girly drink yeah. and he's supposed to be a manly man oh Go I didn't even think yourself. about that right. I just like the champ I did like the champ thing uh, that, but it seems like the thing about the the Knights of the Round Table is that that's like a part of British history right 
I don't know why they. You're didn't so choose... right, Gertrude. Why didn't Thank they? You. Why didn't they choose like <laughs> the a historical figure? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that would have yeah. been founding farmers or like famous not founding farmers. Founding farmers. A shitty restaurant in D.C. that people go to for some reason. And then there's like an hour and a half long wait on the Sunday. Why? And then there's it's basically why why were uh why were the only why was Poppy's only right hand person the random enemy from or the Charlie? yeah like yeah. the whole thing obviously was fit together just for the sheer fit. this is again like the my personal just again show, thought it was really good Disease. production thought it was a great like solid movie overall that was like inte- like had thoughts about it but like everything was just shoehorned hmm. in to just make a plot yeah, line. why why is the woman who runs most of like the drug trade in the entire world only have like eight people protecting her? <laughs> oh, no! She's got a goddamn theme park and she's yeah. got because she has landmines. Land she she, she has of five land guards mines. and then like, two robot dogs. Twelve people who work at different. Who's parts. running those? Rides? You gotta accept the reality. I know. It's just it's this heightened like campy reality. It's not. I know. But that's it's fine. The only time, it, it, yeah. yeah, the only time it really fell apart for me was like the cage stadium experience because it's like yeah come. Here, oh, I be... loved it. It was, it was so, so stupid. stupid. <laughs> what I loved about it is our friend Jason was like, what is happening right now? No. It was just like, was I think it just lost. <laughs> oh, we were all drunk. Because that I was, was even drunk. like the Elton John. Like there's a difference. There's a difference level of co- comedic reality, right? So it's like Elton John was very funny. Like he, great cameo. I think it was oh, actually yeah. one of the best cameos I think I've ever seen. Better than I Rihanna? Was... <laughs> Better than Tom Cruise I... in Tropic Thunder? Oh. <laughs> that was a great fucking cameo. Yeah. I was very impressed with um, Elton John. It was fucking yeah. funny. Comic it's fit well. Yeah. Yeah. The timing was great, yeah. Jesus. Like, they used him very well. They made him his actual character as part of the plot line, which was funny. <laughs> like, the fact that he got kidnapped. Like, it was just... It was all right. Yeah, I'm okay all with well it. done. Um, but, like, that's the level of, like... That's the comedy, like, abstract reality that I enjoy, where it's, like... They like they they just gave up on the plot line. I felt like towards the so, end, They're like yeah, just shove them in cages, and it's like this ridiculous thing. There's a line in the first movie when Colin Firth and Samuel L. Jackson are having dinner, and they're eating McDonald's, yeah. and they talk about spy movies, and it's a very meta scene mm-hmm. where it's like I love the old spy movies with like you know volcanoes as the headquarters of like the big bad, uh, and you know the crazy like you know death death rays and everything like that. And they like the, the new subtlety. Yeah, the new spy movies are like they're too like too much like real life like yeah. we want the crazy zany stuff and then they go a little bit too far by saying I always thought I'd be I always thought I'd be the spy it's like the spy for the agency but you know and like he turns are you out making to, fun of people with a lisp because that's what, what it sounds like I'm making fun of Samuel L. Jackson as what's his and, valentine or are you making hate, fun of gay if people if you hate people with yeah. a lisp that's fine Kaylin but that's the stance you have to stick um, with that wasn't Kaylin that was David Bowie okay. Sorry, yeah, agent Bowie. David Bowie excuse me Bowie yeah why are you breaking your own rules You're Gertrude line, Stein Bowie. hey Gertrude Gertrude go finger a Somebody. I love that we chose so many women. Yeah. 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 Strong. Yeah, David We're really Bowie putting the L is a beautiful, LGBT beautiful, beautiful woman yeah. ever. I like that we chose people that are dead. I forgot. Either. Wait, who did who did one do? I did David Bowie. Yeah, you did. My my first yeah, David Bowie. Yeah. You're Anthony Bourdain. Mine was the girl that exploded the challenger. Oh my god. The challenger herself. Yeah. No, but then but then going back to that scene, it became too much. Where like Colin Firth's character was like. I wish I was like the big bad, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character Valentine was like, I wish I was the the British agent. So speaking to something weird about the, I know we're kind of jumping ahead to like talking about overall style. There were way too many fucking 
parts of the movie where everyone weirdly stared at the camera for way too long. There was lots of scenes where there would be really? like a okay. line of dialogue. Really? Like, uh, it was a lot of scenes with Colin Firth in it. Like, his his character, which may or may not, like, was like you're like, is it or is Butterfly it not crazy? Stuff. Yeah. But it's like, literally, like, it was a bunch of these scenes where, like, people would say lines of dialogue. They'd show, like, someone's face for a random second, and then they'd, like, cut to something else. Like, there was no emotion... In any of it, like I don't know, oh, I don't know the exact. That's interesting. I didn't notice that, but it was uh, just very odd to me. Like the editing felt very off in terms of the because, like when it was on, it was on. But then some of those slower scenes, they even they felt even more awkward because the movie wasn't built to be sentimental in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, they did really poor editing around those scenes. Mm-hmm. But I think this over the top stuff. Sorry to, I don't really have it. No, no, no. I think I think the problem there was that. <laughs> No, the problem there was that there were so many shots that were the person was center framed, so that there's no sense in which you're catching this conversation from yeah. the side like you would normally be doing if you're actually talking to someone. No one is like perfectly directly center for you, uh, so it's a little bit weird to see on screen. But I think that you know this over the top thing. So there's a scene in the first movie where he's supposed to shoot his dog, and then uh, you find out that Eggsy is named his dog JB. And Arthur asks him, oh, is it James Bond or Jason Bourne? And he says, Jack Bauer. Mm -hmm. Because in a way, that's more of a, that's the most modern, you know, kind of cheap, consumable way that we have of thinking about spies. Mm -hmm. And I think that this movie does a great job of trying to make this the most millennialish spy movie because it doesn't focus with, on with, espionage. With the most explosions ever. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah it's true. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. from, Matthew Vaughn, the director, is British also, right? Because he's done a lot of like British films. Uh, yeah, I would guess so. Like Layer Cake uh, was yeah. a British film. Then, uh, yeah, I'm uh, sure he is. So I think he's got like clearly an affection for like the old James Bond films. Like those James Bond films, like we love them. Yeah. But like yeah. for British people, like it is in their DNA. Yeah, yeah. So like like the old the old like Sean Connery films, even the early like Roger Moore films are completely just like part of the national identity in the same way that like maybe like John Wayne or Clint Eastwood films are for Americans. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I mean that the movie is still very much routed in the um, that genre. Kingsman, yeah, like they had the fucking like submarine taxi. They yeah. had all like, and I do like that dichotomy of spy equipment and gear of the Kingsman versus the Statesman. I thought that was like a fun play on um, what would it be like if we were like secret agents in the U.S. Like, but to the extreme that oh, you know, sure. people are walking around. Yeah, like they're the all Kingsman but now. all all secret agents in the United States from Kentucky apparently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No other state. And they decide to, to be a distillery. I feel that's a very American yeah. thing. Yeah. That's kind of nice. I, mean, I enjoyed it. So. Uh, they decided to be statesmen distillery. Statesman oh, distillery, no. where you can get statesmen distilled <laughs> liquors. Uh, plot How was your statesman uh, whiskey, by the way? Statesman whiskey. It's a very fine whiskey. It's refreshing. I'll drink <laughs> very it. Very smooth. I'll drink it after so every run. Plot point. Um, so I, I like the whiskey's whole thing. Obviously, was based around the like his wife or whatever. But then, didn't he also mention that like with all the drugs gone, like statesman, like statesman or like liquor in general, like prices would skyrocket. Or make a profit. Yeah, I remember. I that was too. confused yeah. by that because I was like, "Is there an entire? Was the statesman entire thing? Because I thought it was gonna be like a 
fifth act, which was like they go. Please and, God, no! The movie was two hours and twenty minutes. I know. like Spider Man Homecoming, and they were gonna like blow up the yes, seats because it was a very confusing plot point. Because like, find out the statesmen are rent seeking and they've it, got a lobbying arm. Well, it would have made so much more sense where it's like the entire statesman organization figured out what the plot was, and it was like let it happen so that that way we boost our profits. But then everyone just like moved on, like he was the only one that thought no, about it. I that. mean, for a movie as long as it was, it was really undercooked in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's bizarre. I mean, I'm I'm glad they didn't take the entire organization. That he's like a lone wolf in yeah. that crusade. It just seemed like a weird because plot I think that when they make the next movie, I don't want. I, I like the idea of the statesman existing because Tequila is now supposed to be an American attaché for the I'm ass- Kingsman. I mean, they're going to go to Asia, correct? Like, I'm assuming it's Asia or Africa. It's got to be Asia. Why? Why what? it can't be Africa? Why can't it be South America? I'm kidding. None of it makes Why sense. It, they don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. We're Providence men. Oh, yeah. You betcha. You better watch out. We're here. Okay. Providence and territories, man. <laughs> they go to Russia and it's just all vodka. Um, yeah. Action sequences were super strong. I enjoyed uh, that. They weren't as good as the, the the church scene from the first movie. is so fucking amazing. That's the best. So, okay, I think Matthew Vaughn is a very strong director. Uh, X-Men First Class is probably the best Did X-Men film. Did you say Matthew McConaughey? Matthew Vaughn. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. You just said Matthew Brian Vaughn. Vaughn's b- brother? <laughs> Brian K. Vaughn's brother, our favorite comic book writer. Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, I love you, Brian K. Vaughn. No, um, I think he's a very good director. He made, you know, First Class is my favorite X-Men film, not including Logan, which is, I don't even call it an X-Men film, it's just an amazing Stop film. Stop coming all over the okay. table. Uh, it's right. so good. Do you want some lube to jerk off that film? <laughs> I'm, I'm cut, I don't need it. Um, Wait, whoa. Whoa. Well, I thought we were sharing. Way to hurt all of us. Movie was. Hey, can you not uncut shame? <laughs> no, uh, Matthew Vaughn is a good director, but the action scenes in the first one were okay. In this this sequel, really? like they're like just too they're too stylized. Like That's for fair. my like, it's just like I and I know it's part of the aesthetic of the film, but it just felt like. I don't know. I didn't enjoy it. Did you want more of a like a Batman versus Superman sort of vibe? Oh yeah, yeah. Martha. Yeah, yeah. Martha's if the best scene ever. That. And just uh, solar flares from Star Trek that have been great as well. Lens and then flare, just say, yeah, yeah. Solar flares. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I just want lens flares all the time. <laughs> Were you gonna say something, Clark? I was gonna say that I despised the gondola slash lift scene where like the lift falls down oh, spinning like yeah. one, 100% yeah. percent. who has that plan ahead of time <laughs> what machine is like we're gonna go 500 miles an hour in a circle you're talking I, about the tram yes yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah I was thinking of mostly the like martial like martial arts but I will say I think there was I'm trying to think of the fight that they had which they tried to replicate I think a little bit of the camera the manners maketh man scene yes oh yeah oh no no that was cool I sorry I enjoyed that yeah, actually he just got clocked yeah, yeah, yeah. in the face yeah 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 it was uh, a smart we're putting that in the background it's a smart yeah. easter egg but I was thinking of the um I just meant the filming technique that they used for the church scene, which was like very up close, like one person's face. Like I think it was when he was fighting Charlie at the end on the island. There was a lot of like really close up camera oh, angles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what was an island. What? No, no, no. Oh, wherever they were, where were yeah. they? Oh, they were in, in Malay. The, uh, they were in the middle. Cambodia. Cam- yeah, Cambodia. Cambodia. But the thing that I enjoyed the what I liked the what am I trying to say? Well, it was certainly a, for considering how kinetic the action was and style as it was. It is a far upgrade from like other schlock directors like Michael Bay, where you can't see shit if you're depending on where you sit in the theater. No, no, no. I mean, it's, no he's definitely cut right, above yeah. like the shitty Zack Snyder, Michael yeah. Bay, like you know, like and uh, and their uh, imitators. But 
it just it felt like too cartoony. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is I don't know. I, I guess mean, it, you were it, the one who was just singing the praises of the cartoony. I know, I know. I, I'm totally like contradicting myself, but like the action scenes definitely took me out of the film. Yeah. So, what would you say were your favorite and least favorite parts overall, altogether? Anything? Uh, whew. you know, it's funny that my favorite part of the film was actually not the film itself; it was the first trailer. With using using Frank Sinatra's uh, My Way, My Way. Oh, I thought it was the, such a well cut trailer that made me really well uncut trailer. Yeah, well uncut trailer. <laughs> yeah, oh, uncut oh, shame. Oh. Let's Look get at some lube for that trailer. Then. Yeah, <laughs> Lily Tomlin's got a sense of humor. Who would have guessed? Uh, uh, I really like the trailer a lot. It made me excited to see the film, and then. My least favorite was probably uh, Whiskey's heel turn. It just made no sense. Yeah, Clark. Come back to me. Let me think. Oh no, it's not Clark. It's Anthony and Susan. Sally. 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 Right. Susan. <laughs> More like lazy Susan. Well, right. Gertrude isn't here to take names. It's here to kick ass. <laughs> what was my favorite? Um, I, uh, I, I did love those goddamn cybernetic dogs. I just <laughs> love those Betty robots. And the John dogs. It was fun. I like that. That was her like, like her like people that would protect her I because she realized that. everyone else sucked. Um, because most of her other staff she's putting into a meat, meat grinder. Yeah, I, no I didn't like the way the like drug virusy thing looked and worked and it was so just for plot purposes it was fast it was slow it was it, it, I didn't like that. They had enough time since people started getting drugged to get cages, human-sized cages, yes. and then fill a stadium with Also, they Correct. fucking replicated the virus and sped it up to give it to her, which is usually, like, you usually have a virus to back out what the antidote is. Like, the it's, whole thing. Um, yeah. I, I was so stressed out during all those parts because they weren't properly stacking people. It was a bad game yes. of Jenga, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jenga is gonna tip over. It was it like, what if it just fell? Like, are you, yeah. oh, those people are dead. I, and if I can, like, no one was like, pain. where are my family? Why are you locking them in cages and stacking no. them on top of each other? I just wanted it to be like a perfect cube. I didn't like those towers. That's, I I would be much better at organizing. On That's a good point. They were yeah. working on it. It was a working problem. No, you don't use active livestock for this. Yeah, yeah. they were doing a really shitty job. You know, and when it, when they showed the uh, the drones bringing in the serum, all I thought was your brother I with his drone. Your brother, oh, oh, Sam. My brother, his, yes. Yeah, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, person. I don't even, yeah. including most. You of have your, you have a drone brother. My brother is a, a drone. drone. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. We adopted oh. him. Drug <laughs> Um, my own Wingate. My, That's the worst. My worst was the cage situation, as I've noted multiple times. And then my favorite was Poppy. And namely, and I actually don't even like Julianne Moore that much, but I really oh, liked I her. Shut your you mouth. Crazy? Are She's you, a are national you treasure. She's the Lily Tomlin of drama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my favorite part uh, was the general attempt to show the widespread use of like recreational drugs and good. not have people look like assholes for doing it. Um, there were some people who was like, there was like a little bit of judgment of tequila uh, using some recreational drug, but otherwise it was like you felt bad for everyone who might have done cocaine. Yeah, they're or just whatever. like, yeah, it's really I common. did it. Yeah, everyone's done it. The thing like, I hated. Well, the it most, also included marijuana, which was like a good catch-all for like, yeah, that's yeah. why this many people are affected yeah. by. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing I hated most was vagina tracker. Uh, that just made me. <laughs> that uncomfortable. scene was so gross. <laughs> yeah. No. 
You have That's to. A lot. The only way you can track her GPS wise is by sticking something. Toxic in her masculinity. Yeah, that was toxic masculinity. That was and it had to be his ex. So his ex girlfriend. Did have people? We gotta go to Clark's like. What? Oh yeah, Clark's. We gotta do Clark's like. That's the question. No favorite. I was gonna talk about like the graphic novel, but I want to hear your like favorite. I my favorite has got to be Julian Moore as well. I love me some. Julianne She's Moore. phenomenal. And Poppy was weird and just an, weird enough that, it, I mean, I, I think um, Chris McCutt from Pushing Daisies would have been way too much. Chris and Chenoweth? Chris and Chenoweth yeah. would have been a cartoon character. Where did you get an empty paper towel I don't know. This was just a paper towel roll. And <laughs> Why are you holding that? At my, my neck. My least favorite, favorite thing was it happened constantly. It was like everything seemed like a set piece and not like a real thing. All the time. That's a good yes. point. Yeah, I agree with that. When they're in that oh. tiny little, um, not chateau, whatever, the tiny little cabin at the ran where, you know, they shoot um, Pedro Pascal yeah. in the head and that kind of stuff, it just seemed like something you'd find at Disney. Every single theme, thing seemed like something at Disney World that you would find. Yes. It wasn't, yeah, no. It was... I felt that about Star Wars Awaken, or uh, Force Awakens as well. I felt like they were just set pieces that they were just walking around. Well, that's what this whole but that's for like another for podcast. Mm, yeah, save it for December. Yeah. Did you know that Pedro Pascal, Pascal was in D.C. for a good while and he was fucking some men then? Oh, oh. just like uh, over in Martell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Art imitates life. Yeah. All right. Any final words on Kingsman? Uh, I don't know. Well, yes. Uh, Well, this has been our extra issue of uh, Kingsman, The Golden Circle. I'm Gertrude Stein. I am Lily Tomlin. I'm Sally. I'm Anthony Perkins. (laughs) And I'm the thin white duke, a.k.a. David Pope. Everybody knows. We got it. Good. I'm so glad you did that.